I want Hilary Swank in the next Terminator movie so bad. There is nothing in this world that you give me to do to hug a robot. It's because it's so incredible and intricate that it's impossible not to notice. Music's the core of this movie. I'm born again to watch this movie. <laughs> You'll find redeeming things and you'll be thinking about it for a long time afterwards. There was no bone saw. Just John Hamming it up over here. Two and a half out of three of us recommend it. <laughs> Everybody loves talking about movies. Let's talk about movies. Thank you, one and all, for tuning in this evening to the Pause Rewind Play podcast. I don't actually know if it's evening when you're going to be listening to this this thing at all. It could be the middle of the day. It could be the middle of the morning. Who knows? But anyhow, you're here, we're here, and we're going to talk some movies. And this week, we're going to talk... Spooky. Spooky movies. Scary Spooky. movies. Thrillers. Horrors. Everything in the middle, Vince. You have a there's face a, right now. There's a song that me and Hope sing to each other a lot during Halloween season. It's a it's a reference to Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy plays a werewolf, and the song goes, "Werewolf bar mitzvah, spooky, scary boys <laughs> becoming men, men becoming wolves." And every time <laughs> someone says "spooky season," all I can think of is "spooky, scary," and then the song gets stuck in my head for hours after that. Well, then, I'm sorry because literally my status on Slack at work is like spooky season until like October 31st at midnight. So. Well, now, now every time that I type or text you guys spooky scary, you know where, where I'm coming from. I, I just love that that happened and I now want to come to your house and sing it to you and hope. I'm going to stand outside, 1980s film, one hand holding a boombox with a song playing that has that. Playing werewolf bar mitzvah, <laughs> spooky scary. Exactly. <laughs> On repeat over and over. For five hours, standing in the cold. Hopefully there's snow out there so my feet freeze off. No, I'm just kidding. You'll be dressed as a werewolf? Yes. On his bar mitzvah? Let's move on. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we're, we want to chat a little bit about some spooky thrillers, some scary movies, anything that you should be watching this Halloween season. We're right at like what the the 20th day of October. So you guys have already been. I've hope- been to a Halloween party. I've watched Halloween movies all yeah. month. Your like, costume is legit, by the way. In. You liked it? It looked you posted okay. it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, we, me and my wife did uh, Chucky and Bride of Chucky, and it was a lot of fun. That it was would super be fun. cool. I'm not doing. I'm not really good at doing anything until like the week before Halloween. But I have been having a little prank war with my neighbors. They put a doll head in my mailbox. Oh. And then I decided to uh, go to the DI, pick up a doll, rip off an arm. Actually, that was Allie's idea. Then we painted its face like a clown and then left it. And their daughter loved it. Who was like four, <laughs> and she like painted its nails and carried it around for the day. She's like, yeah. "This is great." And I was like. That didn't work the way I hoped it would, but I mean, it was a little bit spooky at first, but it was funny. And then we're going to Amsterdam on Halloween. We'll be there, and we're oh, going cool. on a haunted tour of Amsterdam, oh, which I'm cool. super pumped for. So I don't know. I'm not much of a. I'm not a great like spooky season person. I like I like the idea of like I like the idea of like horror in New England and like Europe and all of this like. And- Apple cider. And oh, I love apple cider too. Just so everyone oh. else, you ever want to give me something, bring me some freaking cider. Yeah. <laughs> no. that's, how, that's how I am with hot chocolate. Maverick, it's a gas station here in Utah. They do a gas station hot chocolates, and it's just like October rolls around, and it's, Dude, it's, it's so good. You're just chugging Why? hot chocolate every night. Yeah. 
Vince the Coco Man. But we we are set. Like we're usually the same as you. Like last minute preppers. But this year we had like our Halloween stuff ready on like the second day of October. You know, we've <laughs> just been like waiting to get dressed up and have fun. I've got two costumes. I've got this one, the Chucky one, and then I've got one for work. Oh, yeah. And I'm super pumped to bust that one out. I've already sent all my family pictures of me wearing it, and it's all I want to wear. Right I now. saw it. You, yeah, you showed me a picture, too. Oh, did I? Yeah. yeah. So for uh, everybody on the podcast, this is going to come out after Halloween? Uh, no, it'll be out before Halloween. Oh, well, I'm, you gotta keep it I don't, yeah. don't want to spoil the guy's work because it's pretty great. I think I actually told half of them, but the other half, you're going to enjoy it, <laughs> and I'm going to be comfortable. <laughs> he's coming as pickle rick no i'm just kidding i don't know what he's coming as but no that'll be cool i'll have to also see photos of it sometime but uh yeah let's start this out do you guys have a couple of horror films you want to throw out that you're like people should watch this or maybe people should Ooh. not watch this can we start with bad ones yeah bad horror movies yeah. Or just ones that I don't like or think that if you watch this I don't like it very much okay yeah let's do it whoa yeah go for it Babadook. You don't like the Babadook? Babadook. I don't like the Babadook. Explain yourself. <laughs> just wasn't... Okay, so here's the thing. I don't believe that for a horror movie to be good, you have to feel like scared and terrified and stuff. But I feel like for a horror movie to good be good, you shouldn't feel bored. I oh, felt, you were bored. I felt bored during the Babadook. Like, it was just, I have no clue how long that movie was, but it felt like it was forever. <laughs> the only reason we watched that movie is because my wife didn't t- tell me she'd seen it before. And my wife's not really into scary movies. But then one night, I was with her and my brother and sister-in-law, her siblings, and they wanted to watch a scary movie. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so everyone besides her wanted to watch one. She's like, okay, fine. She's like, well, okay, well, we should watch this one. We should watch The Duke. And she had watched it before, and she wasn't really that scared by it. And the scary stuff she kind of, like, had already known about and where it was going to be and stuff and so she convinced us to watch it i did not like it and you didn't like it i disliked it that's a bummer man that is I, I enjoyed babadook but the first time i saw it it was ruined for me because we went to a party and there was a lot of people there and some people cope you know they they cope to fear ah, with uh talking or laughing or that's my wife <laughs> there's there's too many people at this party and there's too much joking and laughing going on and it it ruined the movie for me and i watched it again since but it just it doesn't have that initial like shock you know shock value and i just all like all i remember when i think of babadook is that party that party that ruined it well that's kind of sad because i know exactly what you're talking about because I'll always ask my wife to go see like horror movies with me, knowing that she usually won't want to. And most of the time I'm okay with that. Cause she's the exact same. Yeah. Even if we're in the theater, she'll like want to like whisper jokes to me and stuff, which sometimes is like funny, but sometimes it's like, I know that she's just trying to not be scared. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I get that. I get that people cope in different ways, but um, you know, that's why I don't like to watch it in big crowds. Uh, I thought you were going with like, when you're talking bad horror movies, I thought you were going to be like, jason x you know uh, or like the gingerbread the every, legitimately were every dated and did not hold up and every halloween good in the first place but it's up to <laughs> every halloween movie after halloween 2 and except for the newest like reboot the halloween 2018 and the nicholas cage wicker man is a bad one. I never saw it. Oh, gosh. No, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah. I've I'm heard just, Nick stuff about it. Some it, people are like, he's just so crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like scrolling through a couple of them like, oh, yeah, that was terrible. Jaws the Revenge. Did or... any of you guys see like that that Mindy one that 
Mandy, I've heard Mandy? it's great. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I haven't seen that one either, though. No, like, it. I was talking about it with someone last night at the Halloween party that I went to. He says it's really, really good. Well, it's like I, I imagine Nicolas Cage as being a crazy person. And he's so crazy that for his acting, basically what he does is he says, I'm going to be as crazy as I can. And sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't. Like, I imagine him as an actor is someone putting on a blindfold, spinning around in circles and playing a game of darts. Hey man, every once in a while, if you do enough movie, you're going to hit the bullseye. <laughs> just like if you just do random stuff, every once in a while you'll get it, you know? So Well, I've heard that he matches this movie perfectly. Like everything just that I've heard about it, is. it's got this like eighties aesthetic. Again, I haven't seen this yet. This is all things that I've heard in just like conversation, but it's just like <laughs> this, it's got this old style to it. It's filmed on act. I, I'm pretty sure it was filmed on actual film, not, not digital. And so it's got kind of that like eighties, like a uh, effect to it. You know how that looks. And, uh, it's like heavy metal over the top. Jason goes to hell or whatever it is. Freddie goes to hell. Who goes to hell at some point? Lots of people. I think it was Jason goes to hell. It's Jason. I don't, I don't know where I pulled that out of, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's got like this whole aesthetic that it's going for that seems to perfectly match what Nicolas Cage delivers at times. <laughs> Do you guys have horror movies that you dislike? Bad horror movies. Besides the ones we've mentioned. I mean, I just, I forget them so fast. Like, <laughs> I, see, I see a bad horror movie, and I'm like, well, that wasn't very good. And then I move on to the next one, you know? Like, the ones that are great stick with me, but the ones that are bad, I just don't even think about again. Maybe this can be a segue, because this is a horror movie that I enjoy, but my wife made me promise that I would bring it up as one that she hated and disliked very much. M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. See? Take that, Jalisa. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is. It's, it's, it was almost a, it's a horror comedy. Like, it was, it, it's got great jump scares in it, but it was also, like, funny, and the kids that acted in it were great, and it has a twist on it, a Shyamalan twist on it that was really good. Yeah. I, I actually really and enjoyed it. The whole movie is shot, like, these kids are visiting their grandparents for, like, the first time ever, right? And so, like, their parents put them on a train, and they go off and they visit their grandparents. So their grandparents are, like, super crazy like doing super weird stuff in the night and like all this crazy stuff. But it's shot like these kids are like making like a documentary, like they're going the to visit club. their grandparents. Yeah. The yeah. So like, yeah. So it's like a Found Blair Witch stuff. sort of thing where they're like shooting the whole thing. And most of it's just like that. That's kind of where, that's kind of where Shyamalan started his comeback. He came out yeah. with the visit and then he did like, uh, was like split after and then glass. I still haven't seen glass, I but I think so. But then I have Glass another... Sorry, I don't mean to be like dominating the Wait, company. you haven't seen Glass? Not yet. I I need to. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's there. I just need to get it. <laughs> you corrected both, me. Both of us are like... Like last week about what movie that was, by oh, the way. I want to see it really bad. Me I was... and my wife both loved Split. Okay. I, she hadn't seen... Have you seen Unbra Unbreakable? I have, yeah. Oh, okay. She hadn't seen Unbreakable before we saw Split. Uh -huh. And so she saw Split and the whole thing at the end was Bad. just like, what? And I'm like... We're going back. We watch Unbreakable. <laughs> so we watched Unbreakable. We rewatched Split. Glass came out. We never got around to the theater, and now it's just floating around there. But we just haven't sat down together to watch it. It's it's. Okay. I have no excuse. No, no judgment. But I'm real excited to see it still. <laughs> so speaking of like weird bad horror movies, before we kind of go too far forward, I think about when I was a kid in uh, Gunnison, Utah. And there was a movie store, an actual physical movie store called Action Video, and they had like a wall. It's like a twelve foot wall of horror films, but every like 
September, they would pull up these, it would be like eight films to die for or something like that. Movies that are too scary to be in, you know, like the theater type thing, but they were all just like B films or garbage. And I loved them. I used to get them and just watch them in my parents' basement. And yeah, I watched so many bad horror films between the ages of 16 and 21 that literally I'll be like sitting here, I'll be like watching a movie with my wife. I'm like, oh, I've seen this before. And she's like, really? I'm like, oh yeah. And this is what happens. And it's like, yep, I watched this. This is an old shitty film. Seriously, it was so bad, some of them. And I'm remembering (laughs) these and I'm like, I probably watched probably like hundreds, hundreds of hours of crappy films in my parents' basement. But truly, thank you, video store. Sorry you went out of business when I moved. But also, man. It was like the load customer. No, when when they closed that video store, they talked about me in the newspaper ad that Casey Yardley, like literally they said, Casey Yardley used to come to our video store weekly and rent movies. And he was one of our like favorite (laughs) patrons. I was like, my mom, like when that came out, she's like, I can't believe how much money you spent there. And they have to like have said like, Casey's like worth it. I was like, oh yeah. It like kept me alive. I used to watch a lot of crappy horror films, but yeah, bad horror films, they just kind of come in and go out and you don't really remember them because they're not that memorable until they come through. But then a good horror film that sticks with you is always like, oh yeah, I yeah, remember it this. It stays with you and you watch it over and over and over again. I have to shout out the very first horror film that ruined me for years. Like I stopped watching horror movies because of this movie Yeah, for 10 years i think uh, ish um i was a young kid halloween season rolls around my dad brings home this vhs <laughs> and it is stephen king i don't remember who else was involved creep show either of you heard of this no so they rebooted it and it just released like last week it's a tv show now creep show creep show stephen king wrote it it's also a comic it's a horror comedy. It's not that scary. But little kid Vince watched this movie around Halloween season, and it scarred me for so long. It's got Leslie Nielsen in it. From uh, He's in uh, like the Airplane series. He's got like the white oh, hair. He's yeah. like very, very funny. It's got the main guy from Cheers that I can't think of his name. He's also in um, The Good Place. With the spirit guy with the Ted white Danson? hair. Ted Danson? Ted Danson's in it. Oh, it's him. a comedy. It's funny. But little kid me, who can barely watch Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark, watches this movie, and I was scarred for years to come until I was like 17, and one of my friends, Friday the 13th, rolled around, and one of my friends said, we should watch that new movie about the video game that if you die in the video game, you die in real life. And I was like, okay. I think I'm ready to go back into horror movies again. <laughs> I, can, I can do it. Vince, like, cautiously taking the steps forward. It may have been yeah. a comedy, but this looks like some pretty sketchy stuff that I, as a child, too, would have been creep show. Yeah, creep show. But look, also... If you don't know creep show, look it up, because it's 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 a fun ride. It's a it's meant to be silly horror, you I know? I might have to watch this, because, like, there's some stuff in here, like, this... This man in his overalls with, like, green crap on his face? Yeah, like, that's a great story. A meteor falls from the sky, and uh, the vegetation starts to take over. Ooh. And then there's a really good one about this old rich man who only wants his birthday cake, but he can never get his birthday cake. Can't have and your then cake there's and another one, the one that really scared me was the, uh, the crate underneath the staircase with the monster inside of it. It was scary. 
but then Tenton Danson rolls around and there's a really good one. Uh, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of short stories yeah. all in one, right? The one with Ted Danson. Uh, I can't remember exactly what happens, but for some reason he owes someone money or something. I mean, I, this is 20 years ago. I'm trying to remember this. I haven't seen it in a long, long time, but, uh, he does something and the guy comes up and to get revenge on him, he buries his wife up to her neck on the beach as the tide rolls in and then he gets buried himself. Spoilers for Creepshow if you don't want to hear this. They both drowned. Oh, sad. But they come back as these, like, zombies to get revenge on the guy who drowned them. Dope. And it's really good. (laughs) (laughs) I was terrified back then, but, man, it it was a lot of fun. I think the first horror movie I ever watched, I wasn't. It wasn't until I was like 15 or something, like a real like horror movie, because I grew up in super conservative household, right? And I probably shouldn't have even like watched this movie, but you know, I was at a friend's house and we were in his like unfinished basement, PK Harmon, shout out. It was like me and him and like all of my other drumline buddies and we were down there and we watched The Conjuring. Oh, that's on my list actually. Dude, I love... The Conjuring is great. The Conjuring. Yes. I love... I don't know. Can we jump into like our favorites? Because I want to talk about this now because I yeah. freaking love The Conjuring. That is such a great film. What what a way to reboot kind of like... <laughs> okay, so the Warrens, who are the people who are like the writers or the people who are based off the true events of the Warrens records and crap like this. This is such a great way to re-boom up their stories, essentially. Because The Conjuring is, is great. It's scary. It... Oh, you know, like... You know, playing that clapping game, like, oh, oh yeah. so I forgot the clapping game. So That's good, good. <laughs> like the whole thing, just a well-shot film, scary, scary, good. Sorry, that's all I want to say. Dude, I just got like chills, like thinking about the clapping <laughs> game, like when she's up there, like the top of the stairs with the lighter, like with the door lock next to her, and like the hands come out from behind her yeah. head and clap. Yeah, dude, that's freaky. I freaked out. Didn't the Baba Duck do something like that too? Uh, like a whistling or a snapping? Yeah, or it was just like some. It wasn't like some sort of game or yeah, I something can't like that. It's a really cool, creative idea. I mean, I don't know, creative, but it's a really cool idea to uh, get that spooky thing that's happening yeah. around the house. Yo, man, it's like. Those are like always my favorite memes when it's like a children's child's laugh can be like the most beautiful thing unless it's 11 p.m. and you're home Tell alone and you don't have a child. <laughs> like it can be it's so creepy and who even know why. So, yeah. So The Conjuring and its subsequent movies and universe with Annabelle and stuff. I love a lot of it. It can be pretty hit or miss. There's a lot of things that are. We watched The Nun last night, to be honest with you. Great film. Yeah, The Nun I didn't, I didn't love, like... but it's full of stuff really good jump scares yes i didn't love it i ended and it's one of those ones i'm gonna forget about but like i remember it made me jump a bunch of times i like the conjuring 2 the very best to be honest with you because it's the Mm. british one and there is like there was a crooked man he walked oh yeah that is great and then that whole idea of like people dying and not knowing that they're dead type thing haunting and and the the actual audio recording of the girl when her voice changes to the old man is just the creepiest thing you'll ever hear yeah oh at the end yeah no that that's crazy and like the actors they've chosen right to play ed and lorraine oh so good and the family actors like just it's like at that time when the world is transitioning all these tales um obviously the the nun is an older story but like the conjuring the conjuring 2 and like annabelle, annabelle. and all those it's like when technology's coming in and so it's just 
you have the actual recordings they're like old and scratchy right but then like everything that's going on in the films is like describing it for some reason i wasn't alive during this time so i have this weird nostalgia for all of that i'm just like what a cool creepy thing when it was still kind of dark outside kids were told play outside until dark and then don't come home till dinner type thing and it caused a lot of uh you know, scares for people. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it, but the conjuring. Yes. I'm glad you snuck out of your house or, you know, went against, I'm, I'm sorry, Thomas, Sherry went against your parents' will to watch this film. Good for you. I love those films. Super good. I just have to say, isn't it impressive that they are making a horror universe better than the DC is making their DC universe? <laughs> like, how did they do that? Oof. How did they do that? You know? <laughs> The DC universe, they're really trying, and they just didn't pull it off well, but here comes this, like, starting with The Conjuring, this little horror movie, and then all of a sudden, it just has expanded out to what it is now with everything. It's just, it's it's impressive. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Because, I mean, that's, like, really, like, one of the only, like, you can consider, like, a whole universe, like, that's just horror-based. Yeah, it's the only other (sighs) extended universe that's working other than Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Loving it. True uh, let me throw out a couple movies that are definitely, I want to plug them for you guys that you should go watch them. Um, that kind of toe the line between horror and uh, thriller because I kind of want to stay more on the horror side, but these are movies that they still fit in that horror category a lot and you need to go watch them. Number one, swept the Academy Awards, The Silence of the Lambs. Mm, yeah, classic. Super, super good movie. Classic if you haven't seen it. It was on Netflix a few months ago. I don't know if it still is. Find it somewhere. Check it out. It's amazing if you haven't seen it. Even like down the road, even if you still know some of the stuff, like from The Office or whatever, and you haven't seen it, <laughs> it's still really, really good. Um, wanted to mention another M. Night classic, The Village, as well. One of my favorite M. Night movies. Does his thing, super huge twists. And it's not like straight horror, but it's just like really creepy and it makes you think the whole time which is one of my favorite things in a horror movie is like more thoughtful ones super good as well and then i'll also throw out the mist as well that's Stephen king isn't it yeah i haven't seen it yet but Dude, i know the mist is so good man. cool it wasn't i don't know when it came out it was like a while ago but it's just like about oh dude the mist just my wife hated it but the ending of that movie is insane have you seen it, Casey? Stephen King ending, huh? It's a Stephen King, <laughs> dude. It's a Stephen King ending that I think it's that same thing where like people can hate it. My wife absolutely hated it, but I was like, "Yo, so good!" Like it was crazy. Ah, oh, man, it was insane. So I liked it. Anyway, so I just wanted to like throw those out yeah. as like a quick little, "Hey, watch these!" Like even if they're not directly the horror. Yeah. So. Cool. I guess I'll get started with mine. Yeah, that's cool. I've got three on my Oops. list that I want to talk about. Uh, starting with the classic Alien, one of the nice. best horror movies. I don't know if it's the scariest anymore. I mean, there's not it's not very much packed with jump scares, well, back but it's then, like though. yeah, back then it was it was just it's a horror movie in space, and the tension that it builds throughout that movie is just it's so so good. I actually had the opportunity a few years back. Uh, they re-released it in theaters. And so me and one of my friends, Chris, we went and watched that in the theater. It felt like I was back in the 80s, you know, watching it on the big <laughs> screen. It was one of the, my favorite theater experiences I've ever had is to rewatch Alien on the big screen. And it was creepier. It was scarier on the big screen than sitting at home watching, you know. It was, it was so good. We, so, should go, we should go watch it in your friend's yeah, in that theater. theater room. That would be creepy. That would be a really fun. Because the too. sound in there would mm-hmm. portray exactly what you're talking about, that fear because 
that has scary sequences, but the the music going along with it and every all the sound effects with it is what makes that movie truly like yeah yeah and and the idea of just like i mean what's the cat the the tagline like in space no one can hear you scream you know like yeah it builds on that oh, claustrophobia man. and it's just so good so shout, i have to have a shout out to the descent which in my opinion was one of the tensest scariest movies that i've seen before the monsters show up because i am I don't want to say extremely claustrophobic, but holy crap, am I uncomfortable when they get stuck in those tunnels? And it's kind of the same thing with Alien, like very claustrophobic, <laughs> stuck in these tunnels, and this monster's chasing you around. Just such such great movies. Um, and then I have to talk about uh, Haunting of Hill House that came uh, out last year-ish, or the year before. I think it was last, it was year. last year. Yeah. Holy crap. That is one of the best shows netflix has on tv on on their network it's scary it's got such great jump scares the story is so good it has one jump scare that i would have never saw coming and you know which one i'm talking about (laughs) yes it is just it just got me so good and the story's great and it's a standalone one season story they're gonna do another season but about a different house and they have like when you watch it watch the background because there are spirits floating around in the background that you just don't notice in, until like three or four episodes in when you're like, you know, I my experience, I would be watching it and I would think, did I just see a face? No, never mind. <laughs> and then I'd not think about it again. And then, you know, the next episode comes on and I swear I see another face. And after a while, I'm just like, what is going on here? And so you look it up on the internet and sure enough, throughout the whole thing, there's spirits, ghosts hiding in the background of these scenes. And it's... It's such a good series that everyone needs to see. Totally. I think, Josh, you need to watch this. I don't know if you're going to be able to watch it with your wife. I'm watching Breaking Bad. I'm Um, watching this. (laughs) But this is probably one of the best, like, for an extended series, right? I think there's like nine or ten episodes. I can't Mm -hmm. remember. But this is one of my favorite series that's been put together that's creepy, that doesn't get corny at any point, I feel. That it just, like, it builds, it builds, it builds, and it freaks you out. Because there are times where you're like... Nope, nope, nope. And then at times like, oh yeah, this is right, this is right. No, yeah. and it's so good and uh, yeah, I, and it's smart. Like, yeah. like each one of the characters is a representation of of uh, uh, dealing with um, uh, ex- accepting like death. You know, like you have the person who's angry, you have the person who's like not accepting. You know, so mm-hmm. each person has these like things that they're they're dealing with, and it's just it's good and it's smart. And check it out. Yeah, totally and, agree. So to wrap up my my whole rant here, <laughs> we've talked to death the three best horror movies, in my opinion, the horror horror movies, The Witch, Hereditary, Midsummer. So I'm not going to go into that, but I have to say those are the best horror movies. And I want to talk about It Follows. Do either of you guys know what It Follows is? No. Nope. This was kind of an indie-ish horror. I don't, I don't know how popular it got, but it's great and it's creepy. Um, not a lot of jump scares again, but uh, and it, it's, it's a very low budget. But the premise is so good. <laughs> when I first read about this, uh, this is the premise. <laughs> it's a sexually transmitted ghost that will kill you. And when I read that, I was like, well, Hollywood is out of ideas. <laughs> that does sound stupid. That sounds so stupid. But the idea is awesome. It's a ghost that when you have sex with someone, right, it transmits to that person. But... This spirit, this being, this entity is always 
tracking down the person that it's has it has possessed i guess you could say or the person that it's infected oh, okay. so for example if i get the 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 entity then it's constantly going to be coming after me and it wants to kill me but it's not fast it's slow and it's constantly moving and it can take the form of anyone around me i know and then if i get killed if it gets me and it kills me it goes up the ladder so whoever gave me the infection once I'm dead, it goes to that person. And then if it kills that person, it goes to the next person. If it kills that person, it goes to the next person. But if, like, say I get the disease, then I can go sleep with someone else and transfer it. And then they, and then if they get killed, it comes back to me. And if I realize I'm being hunted again, then I can hurry and go transfer to someone How else. How do you again. know you're being hunted? Does it that's like you gotta thing, go to like a Planned Parenthood? You don't know. <laughs> you gotta and that's go to PPS. <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, how do you know that you're being hunted? So that actually does seem like super creepy. Isn't that a it's cool way idea? And, well, and it can take the form of anyone, so you don't no, know when it's coming. You no, know, man. And uh, so that's the premise of this movie. It, it sounds terrible, but it's such a creepy, cool idea that you're constantly being hunted, and once you're infected, you always have to be watching over your shoulder. I saw a thing like that on the internet. It was just like a "Would you rather?" and one of the options. I don't remember what the other one was. One of the options was like, would you rather have like a snail that it's just like its sole purpose in life is to get to you and like if it touches you, it dies. Like you can't kill it or nothing like that, but it's just like always coming after you no matter what. Like it never stops moving. And I'm like, that would be awful. Like you're not even thinking about this snail, but all of a sudden if one day it gets you, just it's like the same then, thing. Yeah, it's Except for it can become thing. someone. Yeah. And then it ends and you're like, well, what would I do if I have this? You know, start coming up with these oh, ideas like, man. oh, I would just go to an island. It can't get me on an island. The entity is smart. It could ride an airplane to the island. You know, it's not it's not constantly walking on Earth. It can travel any way it wants to. So, like, no matter where you go, you may be safe for some time, but you're always going to be watching over your shoulder. Even oh, if you transmit man, it to someone dude. else, you still have to be watching over your shoulder. Now I'm freaking and out. Watch it. Like, <laughs> it, it builds up the tension again, you know, and it's, it, it's really good. And that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. There are a lot of other horror movies that I, I could get into, but like those yeah. are just the three that I, they don't get talked about a lot. At least this one doesn't. It follows. So. <laughs> Do you mind if I go into mine next, Casey, really quick? Yeah, go for it. All right. So let's throw some quick shout outs to some that I wanted to mention, but we've kind of like Vince mentioned, Talk to Death. We have whole episodes on It and It too. The yeah. new ones, love them, super good. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, go check out our episodes on that. Midsommar as well, just came out this year. Very, very good, very smart. Ari Aster is, obviously, if you don't know, he's the one who did Hereditary. Very, very good movie. Um, go check that out as well. Um, so, yeah, and then also Get Out and Us. Mm-hmm. We have episodes out on Get Out as well. Us, not as much, but I talk a little bit about it in there, and so... Check those out. Jordan Peele, Ari Aster, we talk about them changing the horror genre as it is moving and evolving today. So those are very good. And make sure to check out those episodes where we go into super big depth about that. Um, All right. So I'm going to just start off with probably what is my favorite horror film of like any recent future. And it was, I made a list of my top movies in 2018 and it was number one on my list not for horror movies but for all movies in general do you guys know what it might be troll 2 i have no clue what that is it's real bad yeah. that's, <laughs> it's uh, director turned like 40 stupid today. Movie. 
Oh, it's a uh, oh gosh, it's the one silence and the monsters with the ears. Um, I don't know. Gremlins. John Krasinski turned forty today. I'm talking oh, about a quiet, quiet place. place, guys. I loved a quiet place. Like I get that it can kind of be based off of other ones, but I thought the idea was so original, and the way that it was done for a directorial debut, yo, it blew my mind. And it's not just because I like John Krasinski. I freaking love that movie, and I cannot wait for part two. I hope they don't mess it up because a lot of times you can do that i really hope that he can able be able to get over his directorial sophomore slump and that part two is just as good as the first one because i loved a quiet place i freaking i've seen that movie like i saw it like two times in theaters i watched it a couple times like with people at my house just see it if you haven't seen it sorry like i want to keep it moving i just i love a quiet place i've got a high hopes for the second one too because they're bringing back John Krasinski to write it and direct it. Direct it. So yeah, they've wrapped up. Um, they wrapped up filming. They wrapped up filming and all that stuff. Oh, cool. He mentioned. I think it was he tweeted out today because today is his 40th birthday. He's like doing a fundraiser or something, and so he tweeted to um, Chris Pratt. I think it was, and he was like Chris Pratt because they're in like a fantasy football group together. He's like, if you're, um, if you like donate or something, he's like, I'll throw my game this week or, and he's like, or I will like sneak you in like post credit, like to the movie, like digitally <laughs> into a quiet place too, or something awesome. like that. So I thought it was really funny. Go check it out. Like I said, it was my number one movie of all of 2018. And so think that's like infinity war, like all that stuff, okay. like tons of good movies. It was my number one movie. Um, one of my favorite ones that I hadn't seen until, um, when Casey and I were roommates and we watched it one night because I don't know if we mentioned this before but we used to have like a routine where we would watch a horror movie like every single night like he would get home from work it was a good we, time it was a good time Um, like I would get home from school and he'd be watching Um, what was it that 70s show Yep. and we finished an episode and then we watch a few episodes of How I Met Your Mother because I was watching that and then we'd watch a horror movie like every night this is to really show how many <laughs> horror films I love to watch like I'll watch them just in the middle of the summer, like I love them so. Definitely, I had not seen The Ring before that time mm. with Casey, and I watched The Ring, the first like I don't remember how long it is. Say it's like a hundred minutes. The first ninety minutes, I was like, I don't get it. Like I get that it's creepy and stuff, and Seven Days and all that stuff. I'm like, but it's not that good. And then the very end comes with like the twists and stuff, and I was freaked out. And I was like, <laughs> Yo, I get it. This movie is dope. <laughs> this movie is way good. And so yeah. Loved it. The ring is very good. And then also one that we can kind of, you know, transition to what Casey's favorite movies are as well is one that I watched with him as well is The Ritual. The Ritual. And Vince has seen it too, right? It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Gosh, The Ritual is a freaky movie. That wasn't when we lived together. That was after Ali came back from DC. I went over to his house, me and my wife, and we watched The Ritual in his like, he lived in the basement of a house and we watched it there. That was a freaky movie. Oh my gosh. You guys want to talk about <laughs> no, it? No, I love the ritual. I think there is nothing scarier than being in the backcountry. Like being honest with you. Because growing up, I had an uncle who was obsessed with telling bear and sasquatch stories. And so I became pretty superstitious as a child about bears and sasquatches coming and getting me. And this is a film that is taking place in the Swedish highlands, like between Sweden and Norway. And Okay, we live in us like we live in the U.S. and uh, we don't really know very much about the ancestral lore of a lot of things like 
because I hate to say it, like Caucasians came in, wiped out a bunch of folks, wasn't a great thing. And we don't really hold true to a lot of those legends and stuff like that. But in these places that have old magic and old history that is still like talked about, what the freak, man? That's how I feel about the show. It's like, oh my gosh, like, oh, there are these creepy cabins in the forest, runes, everything that you can imagine, and some sort of ancient Scandinavian deity out there embalming folks and stick them in an attic. Like, I'm not gonna go too far into it, but that that show legitimately creeped me out. And then I went on a backpacking trip out there the first Ooh. time I, I saw it. I was like, we're not staying in, near the pine trees. We're staying in the open field. So I know who's coming to get me. I don't even care. But that one's great. I well, that, it. that's why parent or uh, sorry. That's why um, uh, Blair Witch Project was so effective, too. Like, oh, like it made being out in the woods scary. You know, you're laying in your tent and you're hearing these noises. And you're just like, what well, could be out there? I'm being protected by this tiny, tiny <laughs> piece of fabric and that's it what is out in the darkness it's so scary yeah bad horror movies paranormal activities all of them i i liked one and two uh, i like number one i sorry yeah i liked one, one? besides okay. that <laughs> see i saw number two first and uh, they at the time in my opinion and i had not watched very many scary movies back then had perfected the jump scare <laughs> i i hadn't watched a lot, a lot of movies back then but like that that mo- those two they were classics. And I've got some pretty good memories of being scared with, you know, me and Hope watched them and the cat walking in the room and scaring us. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I've got other connections to that series that even though they've kind of tapered off and gotten worse and worse that they gone, they've gone on, I still respect the franchise. Yeah. Oh, man, I remember watching Paranormal Activity for the first time in my parents' basement. Freaky. No, I don't, I don't like stuff When like I that. watched Paranormal Activity, I think it was one, I want to say. It was uh, there was a fire that started in my neighbor's backyard. We were, had just wrapped up the movie. Sorry, this is why I like these movies because weird stuff happens to me after I watch these movies. It ended. We walk out the back door um, with this girl I was dating at the time. We walk out the back door and there's just like I see this like orange like flickering glow and I'm like what's going on? And I look in my neighbor's backyard and it is burning on fire. And then we spend the rest of the night like calling the fire department and bringing in the to put this fire out and what? i was like was it paranormal why is this happening now you know <laughs> and then yeah and then me and my wife had weird stuff happen to us too right after watching it i mean it wasn't as weird as a fire the cat just scared us but <laughs> oh no a cat it lives with us but still <laughs> <laughs> well that's what's creepy is half the time like there's something that happens after watching these movies you're like whoa like, I don't know if it's because it's a mind playing tricks on you or if it's like ghosts are out and spirits are here and they're just ready to, to mess around with you. I don't know. I had an experience and, and my wife is going to hate me for telling the story, but we watched Darkness Falls when we were living at Snow College and we were still dating and her and her friend came over to our apartment and watched it. And I was like, oh yeah, let's go, you know, do something afterwards, like go to Maverick or something. And so I go down the hall to like get my shoes on. I was already wearing shoes. And I come screaming down the hallway with a mask on at Allie. And she is like, ah, like genuinely freaked out. And then the whole rest of the night, she's like, I can't believe you did that. And that's like <laughs> one of the best scares I've ever, I love to scare people. And uh, that's one of my best scares I've ever done. So yeah, Darkness Falls, watch it and uh, be uh, creeped out. What one out. is Darkness Falls? It's the one with the tooth fairy. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one that never like leaves my mind. I think that's a quality one. Those are like some of the best horror movies. Like the ones that like after you're done with them just leaves you thinking you're like, but what if you're yeah. just like, like spooked out like within reason. 
Yeah, within yeah, reason. Yeah. And it's got to be something you think about. Like, I don't think Darkness Falls necessarily has a heavy mess or anything like that, but it was good. I'm just going to crank through my my episodes. I have a couple of extra ones. So, obviously, one, The Ritual. Two, Darkness Falls. There's a there's two shows on Netflix I think anyone should watch. They're super messed and weird, and they'll mess with you, called The Creep and The Creep 2. <laughs> yeah, that's like... Does it get those ones are they're low budget but they're amazing. I couldn't believe that Creep Two was as good as it was. I did not think that that was going to be good. <laughs> I thought he was just like benefiting from the success of the first one. Yeah, it's different and it's good. It yeah. surprised me. It it way surprised me as well. I was I was like because we watched them in sequence like the same night. I think Allie and I because she was like, oh look, there's a second one. I was like, okay, let's do it because I'm already wigged out. It, it was good. It yeah. like lived up to the hype. Um, I just want to shout out the Sixth Sense um, has always been something that like surprised me because I think it's one of the earlier Shyamalan keep Shyamalan. popping up on this yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's there and you know finding out like I see dead people, you know mm. all that kind of stuff is good. I want to shout out Saw as one of the first like real slasher That's gore a- fest films that I loved so much. Ugh. The, the first Saw or? Just the first one. Okay, because that one's not as, uh, it, for, for anybody who hasn't seen the Saw series yet, they should watch the first one because it's up there with uh, Silence of the Lambs. It's yeah. just like horror thriller, kind of more on the thriller side. Yeah. But these detective stories that are really cool. It's yeah. amazing. As they get farther into the series, I've actually stopped. I think the last one I watched was like four. And I think there's like eight films. I watched just, the first one. I was like, I can't, I can't do they, that. They're pretty the grisly. They're yeah. like, Ugh. that's like where I talk about like within reason. Cause there was a night where I was just like thinking about like horror movies and stuff. And I've never seen any of them. I've never seen any of the saws. Right. And I was just like, Oh, like, like just like reading stuff about it. And then I want, watched one of those like watch mojo videos about like the top 10, like saw traps of all time. Ugh, and flesh. I just, yeah, I mean, I you get thinking them. about like, what if you were in that situation? All this, and it's just, yeah, I can't, I can't watch it. Those those films are so gross. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like the Saw films, if you really think about it, those writers, I hope that they got help. <laughs> like some of the ideas that they came out with, I remember like sitting in my parents' basement watching this on the projector and just being like, "What am I doing? I'm this far <laughs> in the story. I have to finish that." I'd be I like, "Gotta keep going." Well, I got the next movie. I'm gonna watch it because they're pretty gross and. The first one is, I think, is the most well thought out, in my opinion. Like, the Jigsaw Murders, crazy idea, crazy thing that, like, you're being punished because of X. You know, it's time to play a little game. And, yeah, no, you've got to really put a lot of thought into someone. I think most people should watch it, but don't carry on. I think the rest of the movies are crap. You want to talk to me about it? Fight me. Let's, we'll talk on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, whatever. I think Saw 1 is the only one worth watching. Um, I'm going to go into The Strangers. Which is one of my all-time favorite Yo. scary movies. We watched that together, too. That was freaky. <laughs> Home Invasion. It's Home... scary because it can happen. Oh, dude, yeah, that's freaky. <laughs> it's well, real. And the, creep, the creepiest part about this is you don't know who the bad guys are. They're wearing masks the whole time. If you watch The Strangers, okay, like just be prepared. It is freaking scary. So get a buddy, get a friend, eat some popcorn, get your favorite drink, whatever, and just sit there and enjoy because it's good. It's scary and... Home Invasion, Because no. the end is so freaky because you think there's a reason and there's really not, right? Yeah. There's yeah. not to spoil, like, spoilers, like, jump in 15 yeah. seconds when she's just like, why are you doing this? Because you were home. Just like... Oh, it's creepy. Dude. Yeah, it is way creepy. You can go into that because it's not too crazy. Um, we talked about The Conjuring. I think the whole <laughs> Conjuring series and franchise is amazing, well thought out. Um, and Lorraine, thanks for writing a bunch of 
true stories. Um, you know, since at the beginning of every movie, this is based off the actual events and files of the Warrens. Um, thank you for coming up with this universe for us. And then finally, one that I truly do love and can talk about and think is creepy is The Others. I don't know if you guys know about this movie, but essentially it has Nicole Kidman yeah, in Nicole. it, and they're just waiting for Dad to come home from the war. It's got a good twist to it, that one, too. Great twist. Wonderful story. It's creepy. It's one that I could watch every year and not be sad that I watched every year because you forget enough of the details in between the space that you watch it that it, it catches you, and mm-hmm. it's set in like a, like a, I think it's a post-World War One or a post-World War, I think it's World War One or like, some war 18 the war of 1812 whatever it's based off of that and it's it's creepy man and i don't know a lot of those films are just very interesting to me and it deals a lot with one loneliness two um the psychology of a lot of things and three just fear in itself so yeah well thought out well done um yeah those are those are mine yeah so i just there's one more i want to shout out okay i just remembered that me and my wife watched it's on netflix it's called the invitation don't want to go into it just want to say you're looking for something to watch check out the invitation it's it's Freaky. good it's it's not horror it's another one of those thriller ones hmm. thrillers are good i wanted to throw out a really quick i was looking at a list that i was pretty i was pretty surprised by really quick as we finish up the episode was rotten tomatoes pretty quickly came out with like a list of like top 100 horror movies and it wasn't just by tomato meter like they just like decided to rank them so here's just like a quick little top 10 for you number 10 Aliens, Nine, Frankenstein. Aliens with Aliens, an S? Uh, with an that's S. not a horror movie. That's an action movie. 1986. This is this. Remember how you said you jumped on and you looked at the list and <laughs> then you moved on immediately with a... So, so call <laughs> back to our joke. Never mind. Cut this out. This is, this is the same reaction this I'm having. This is the same. Like, like, <laughs> Aliens is not a horror movie. That is an action movie. That should not be on a horror movie list. Well, I, I might agree with you, especially as we get like to some of the other ones on this list. Number nine was Frankenstein, 1931. Number eight was Babadook, 2014. Babadook. Seven was one that we've... Kind of, I mean, just maybe because it's so old, failed to mention his movies, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Oh, oh. So, shout out Hitchcock, you do good stuff. Number six was Nosferatu something, a movie that came out in 1922. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah. basically vampire. Five was King Kong. So uh, four was The Bride of Frankenstein, 1935. There are all these black and white movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you got number three is A Quiet Place. Oh. Whoa. Number two is wow, really? Quiet Place is number The three. Cabinet play. of Dr. Caligari, also 1920, super old. And number one was Get Out. Yeah. That's how Rotten cool. Tomatoes feels about it. That's cool. It's like old classic, old classic, old classic. And brand new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quiet Place, old classic, Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us talk about spooky movies as much as I have talking about them. And now I have a whole ton of new ideas to go home and watch as we get ready yeah. for Halloween. So. Oh, one more shout out. Sorry, I keep these horror <laughs> movies keep popping in my head. I watched the trailer for Eli. It's getting good oh, reviews. Yeah, it looks crazy. The trailer looks great. Looks creepy. That's the next one me and Hope are watching. Ooh. I will have something to say about it on one of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I watch it. I don't I just kind of stumble on horror movies to be honest with you. I like go and I'm like, this was a good movie. Uh this one sucked. Like like we kinda of talked about, but literally this has been one of my favorite episodes to talk about because I love scary movies. So we're going to have to do another spooky season. I think, uh, Michael, if you're listening to this, we need to talk the witch. Um, also, Hope, we need to talk the witch. Anyone else who's talk, who wants to talk the witch, 
message us. Maybe we'll get you on the podcast too. We could have like 12 people in here when I, I don't know. <laughs> but essentially, thank you so much as always for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to us talk about horror movies. And uh, anything else, folks, before we uh, tune out? Werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky <laughs> scary. <laughs>